Hello, and welcome to the Howes Social Podcast. My name is Tori, and I'm on the marketing team here at Howes. Our podcast series is designed to offer a glance into the businesses of some of Howes' top home professionals. We will be talking business strategy, best practices, and hearing about some of our professionals' favorite projects. In a few words, Howes is the leading platform for home renovation and design, providing everything homeowners need to improve their homes from start to finish, all in one place. It is a vibrant community and is the easiest way for renovators and homeowners to find the right professionals they need on their projects. If you have any questions about Howes, our podcast, or how to improve your online presence, you'll find all the details in the description. So let's get started. Today I have James from Model Project with me. Model Projects is a firm of young architectural designers based in London. Welcome James. Can you introduce yourself to our listeners and give a bit of background on your career and business? Hi, my name's James. I'm from Model Projects. I'm Managing Director of Model Projects, of which I founded about five years ago. Um, personally, my background is I studied architecture and environmental design at Sheffield Hallam University over 10 years ago. And since then, I've been working mainly in London, working on just pure residential properties, anything from um, simple rear extensions right through to multi-million pound new build houses, of which Model Project specialises in. Great. And um, to start us off, how did you first hear about House, and how do you use it for your business? Um, so first found out about it through a old work colleague in a previous business years ago. They sort of used it as like an online mood board. Um, and then when we founded Model Projects, we carried on using it just as just generally to, to view images of other projects and stuff like that. And then we found out, I think it was through like an online blog or through an email that House UK was launching. I think it was about four years ago, I'm not 100% sure, and one of my colleagues, Catherine, went down to the launch party. Um, and then from there, we really got much more into it. Um, we started to use it much more as a, not just like a tool for seeing example projects or getting inspiration, but also as a marketing tool uh, to gain new customers. So from that point on, we really started to put a lot more effort into our, our own profile, making sure we uploaded photos, commenting, um, and getting reviews so that that's how it really started and it's sort of sprung from there really and um, what types of marketing do you use apart from house um, so online houses are our principal tool but one of the other other tools that we use or other routes to market is trade shows so we've been doing them from from the start so they're like home building renovation show or the build it show so that's where we have like a stand we we set up there and we and and we gain customers we chat to people looking to do their projects um and um, that, those are all with homeowners around the uk then yeah exactly so people like okay. either looking to renovate their house or looking they've got a plot of land and they want to start a new build or everything like that so at these shows there could be anything from architects architectural designers through to window door suppliers um, other builders so a real mixed bag of professions um, and that used to be a really good way of gaining leads and, and customers um, it seems like that's dipped quite a lot recently and people the the balance used to be we used to get a lot more leads and customers from trade shows than we did for example on house but over the last few years it's the balance is 
change the other way and we seem to get a lot more leads and clients from house than we do from trade shows that's really interesting do you think that's just with people using digital more and like using being more comfortable using um an online platform for such a big project or what do you think is the reason that people are getting more um leads online than in person i think that there's one main reason which i think is what you've just said there is um i think people are so much more used to getting professional services on their phone so they're you know like when you're looking for anything from a dentist to a, to a doctor or anything like that you just go online and have a look and get references that way so i think naturally people are a lot a lot more natural way of people to select professional people like that and then i think people go to trade shows now from what i chat to people and stuff is they're looking for more of the products they're looking to go and touch and feel the kitchen or or push the sliding doors and stuff like that so i think people are less inclined to go to a trade show to provide to find a professional service more to find a uh, product and also i think like obviously naturally houses exposure has gone up massively over the last five years since we've used it and as a company i think because we've got so many more case studies and reviews and stuff our presence has grown as well so i think that the leads we're getting in is, is each year getting higher and higher so i think they're the two main reasons yeah, I was looking at your profile um, on House and it is super complete. It seems like you have loads of projects up there. So do you really spend quite a lot of time or someone in your business spend quite a lot of time updating your profile to make sure that it's as up to date as possible? Yes. So we we try and get as many um, professional photos as possible. And as soon as we get those professional photos, we, of course, upload them. Um, we basically work on our house account at the same time as we work on our own company website mm -hmm. so when we're writing copy descriptions about our, our our project for our own website we then copy and paste that and use that on our house profile um, and then we have where we're probably a little bit different to a lot of other practices is we have a dedicated sales team that are not designers or architects so um oh, okay. sally or sophie all the house leads will go through to them they then get processed Phone, initial phone call, talk through the process of, of model projects process and finish projects and stuff like that. So instead of one of the designers or architects in the office picking up the leads, we actually do have a dedicated sales team, which I think makes a big difference. And that's really good feedback that we have that we respond quite quickly to a lead within 12 hours or within 24 hours is our target. So, yeah, that is um, that is a really different setup for like an architectural firm. What was the background that went into you creating that team um, instead uh, of just having it go through to your architects? Um, it was just, well, one of the reasons was that Sophie is actually my sister. So it was just a natural <laughs> fit. She's not an architect, um, so she was, she's been the sales trade. So she came on board, so that was one of the reasons. And then we worked out it's really well because what we realized is that a lot of architects or designers, they want to be designing. So they want to be head down sketching in the 3D world on their computer out on site and clients. So actually, and I, this is probably quite a generalization, architects are not particularly good at following up on leads and nor is that what <laughs> their background is or their training. So defining our process and then having a very fixed sales process actually means that the guys in the office are doing the design work and spend longer on the design work and and let the other support staff the sales side to manage the leads 
and it just means that we could process a lot, people a lot quicker and yeah I mean it absolutely makes sense now that you say it but um, it does seem like it's a quite unique setup in the industry exactly but I think it's that you know if you're it it makes a massive difference and the feedback that we get from leads and stuff is like you actually responded to us within 24 hours you know we put out a, a, a call or an email to someone and we don't hear from from a week and then that's sort of like a dead lead and then you know you're paying for professional photos paying for advertising you're putting all these effort into the marketing tool and then you're just not utilizing it so yeah that might be a bit of a difference but it it, it certainly makes a it improves our process massively. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, can you talk me through one of your favorite projects that you've gotten through House, um, or just one of the more recent ones you've been working on? Um, it's quite a tricky one. So we've got like, cause like I would say 20 to 30, if not higher, 30, 40% of our leads come through House. We've got quite a large platform, but there was one that we did um, out in West Molesley, which was a really interesting project. It was like an old Victorian, looked like a terrace property, but actually it was a semi-detached. And it was um, an old Victorian property, very thin, but we did something quite cool with it, whereas we did a really modern rear extension and loft conversion where we had like this metal cladding that wrapped over the extension and did the same for the dormer. Um, which really like a grey anthracite that really popped against the yellow brickwork. And instead of doing your traditional loft conversion where you did like a Juliet balcony or a simple couple of windows, we did a full width panoramic window so they could really maximise the view. So that was like quite a small project, but actually quite exciting to do because the restraints on the site were quite tight. So that was one of them, yeah. Mm, I'll have to check it out. It sounds a similar layout to my place. So always looking for inspiration. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so can you talk me through your keys to gaining new clients and to building your brand? I think we've kind of touched on this already, but um, yeah, if you could talk me through through that. Uh, so the number one thing that we start with is professional photos. Um, so we pay to get our photos done professionally. Um, and ironically enough, we looked at one of the best photographers on house when we were looking to get the photos done. So we went with a top ranked house. <laughs> which makes a big difference because obviously they then share. So once we've got the photos, uh, we then just put them everywhere. So up, straight away, load them onto the house, straight away, get them on our website. Um, so we can then visually people, there's nothing quite like visually seeing a really lovely project. So that's one way we, uh, we develop our brand. The other way is that where we may be a bit unique and to other practices, we do everything in three dimension. So mm. even if you've got like a simple rear extension, 40,000 pound, very simple, very nice, we would still do a 3D model and develop, go take you through our three stage process with that model, which gets more and more refined. So that again is producing great visuals that we get produced every day of the week. So we, again, we use that to build up our brand. So regardless of your budget, we still have our three-stage process and we still follow that. So that could be from a single rear story extension to a whole two million pound new build. You would still follow our same process and we would still um, produce the same visuals. So again, later on down the line, we can use those visuals to help us build our brand. We can compare mm. existing photos that we, the proposed photos that we've got done. So yeah, again, 
building up the brand and we have a very defined process so we looked at the architectural uh way you get from basically concept through to finished on site and then we decided to look at it a little bit different so it 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 is a service-based industry but we decided to break the process down into three key stages and then within those stages we decided to break it down even further um, into packaged products effectively mm-hmm. so so you can imagine like if you're spending two three hundred thousand pounds on a house and you're doing a whole house renovation there's so many elements that need to go into that scheme you know you're talking about doors windows finishes kitchens power and lighting and it and if you try and tackle all those elements in one hit it, it will just blow your mind so we've created through our stages different packages or products so basically reports that that cover each element of a design and the management of a process right through to um to tender review and stuff like that so again because we've got that process very defined we then use that as a marketing tool so we can then show people okay so oh you've done a single story rear extension and a loft version in croydon or you're looking to do one here's five others that we've done in your area all the designs are very different but the process behind it stays the same and we never deviate from that so that's another way that we help build our brand I like the idea that you talked about with having kind of different tiers that you can offer as well. That must really help clients that um, when comparing you, when you're out for tender for a project, if you can offer um, gold, silver and bronze, then it Mm. can really, people can choose what they, what fits their budget, what fits what they want out of the project. Exactly, exactly. So you can like, it follows the same process, but people, some people want to go into more depth and some people don't. So yeah. Mm their level of well budget is always the driver of everything but also their involvement and and they may have done projects in the past so they're a bit more knowledgeable and others haven't so it really depends on that but again the sales team know all that and that's why they they're the best place people to process that going back to um finding clients do you how do you um initiate the conversations with them and do you ever vet out people that might not be a good fit how does that conversation go um, so yeah, so we have like a set set of questions that we ask people, like a sort of a questionnaire. Most of it's time that it's done on the initial uh, phone call, and then we write that straight into our CRM software. So number one is, uh, uh, well, the three big ones are type of project, location, and budget. So are you looking to do a renovation? Are you looking to do a new build, or do you have an old barn building that you want to convert? So understanding sort of the scope of the work um location is key like we cover london and the home counties but for example we we did a one-off new build north of newcastle just because it was such an amazing project to be involved in and such a great case study it was worth the distance but we wouldn't do for example a loft conversion up in newcastle so location is key and then and then budget um so understanding what their budget is and then comparing that to the first question about their scope of work so if we get a sense that their budget is just completely unrealistic to what they want to achieve we will try politely to bring that up as soon as possible because there's no point us pushing ahead with processing them as a lead or developing them as a client if their aspirations are so far away from what we think they can achieve 
Um, and then once we've, we've, we've sort of rated them and their timeline, like are they looking to do the project this year? Are they looking to do it next year? Or are they just calling up because they're thinking about doing a new build but haven't even found any land? You know, there's no real point in spending a lot of time with them until they've, they've got a project to work on. And then what happens generally is we would then uh, process what we call the hot leads. Um, and then we'd probably book in either a one-to-one uh, lead meeting on site their property or they come into our office in Brixton and then from there we would work up fees for their project um, and take it I think it's, it's good how um, and, and important how you bring up budget so quickly because it's such an investment and yet a lot of people find it quite a tricky topic to talk through with potential clients yeah it is quite you know, you have to sort of work it out of them. And sometimes they're not particularly truthful about their budget. Um, <laughs> so we often ask, uh, do you have a budget range? So is it like, have you got a budget of 100 to 150,000? Or do you have a budget of 300K plus? Or do you have 50,000? So instead of getting them to give such a specific number, we often ask for a bit of a range. Um, and then you can say, look, okay, well, your range, you know, you're looking to do X, Y, and Z to your property. Well, we think that you can certainly do the first two bits, but you might have to do the third bit, like a lofty version or something, in a couple of years' time. And we do just have those honest discussions as soon as possible. Mm. And um, obviously, we're in a bit of a strange time at the point of recording this, but um, what are your plans for your business throughout the year? And um, how do you... Have you set some goals? What do you plan on doing and how do you plan on getting to those goals? Um, so, yeah, so obviously we've had a bit of a shock to the system. Um, <laughs> so our aim is just to keep uh, refining and growing. So at the moment, we're probably this year not going to make any knee-jerk reaction. Uh, we're going to just keep developing our all our online presence. So we... We're putting a lot of effort into our own company website at the moment, which is starting to really expand and we're getting a lot more leads and web traffic. So we're doing specific area, you know, picking, I don't, um, you know, like house has its certain areas that you cover, like you zoned off London, yeah. for example, and stuff like that. So very targeting those areas much more. So we, 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 charge, we track where our biggest leads come in from and mainly from house, but from other sources. And then we'll look at our conversion rate and think like, why don't we just really hone in on that area? For example, like Bromley and Kent is a great area for us at the moment. So we're putting more and more emphasis on that in terms of writing com um, copy and developing that side. Um, we're also monitoring trade shows to see if that's really worthwhile doing this year. Um, mm -hmm. They may actually just naturally get canceled because of what's going on at the moment. Um, and if they if they are not working as a business for us anymore, then we may decide to move our marketing budget away from that to somewhere else. Um, and then, yeah, just naturally trying to get into magazines with examples of projects we've finished. Again, because we've got such- Is that through like the PR side? Yeah, so we, we've got, we work, well, our photographer's a guy called Chris, Look, who he's in the magazines quite a lot so he has quite a lot of contacts and we the the magazines because we do the trade shows 
mm -hmm. uh, naturally follow us on they look at our website they look at our instagram account and if they see something quite they like they often contact us or we'll check in with them every two months for example and say oh we've just had this photo photo set done are you interested in featuring this so we don't have a dedicated pr process but it's something that's quite interesting um because it's just repetitive you know if someone sees you in a magazine then they see you on house and then they see you on instagram it's often a really good way of us to generate leads so that's another route that we have yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's just interesting. So my background is actually I used to work in magazines and there's obviously been such a change in the past like five to 10 years of readership and subscription. Um, hmm. But do you still see that as a good route to market and a way to attract new clients? Or is it mainly to um, have a nice, <laughs> a nice thing to put on your walls that, that you've been featured in magazines? Uh, yeah, so uh, we would often do like if you did like had a project in the magazine, you, you'd get the option to buy advertising space to sit alongside it or somewhere in the magazine. We, we, we find that that's less strong for us as a business. Um, so it's more just having a presence. It's more just it's nice to have your work in a in a printed form. If that yeah, absolutely. Um, there's, and then you take photos of it and you put it on Instagram, Twitter and all that sort of stuff. And it's nice, you know, when you, you do the trade shows or you go out and see leads to have, oh, look, by the way, we were in this magazine or we yeah. were in that magazine. So direct generation of projects is not particularly great um, because the problem is, and I, I was chatting on about this, that people who sign up to a trade magazine often do it once they're in the process and just about to so sometimes we've already missed them as in they've already, in the yeah. process, they've already got an architect or they're already halfway through planning so mm. and i apparently like certainly in the construction or the home renovation people sign up for 12 years 12 months and they and they recycle stories about you know like underfloor heating or how to do a grass roof and they'll do it every 12 12 12 months as a cycle there's only mm -hmm. so many times you can write about underfloor heating for example so, <laughs> yeah i think our editorial team could tell you that as well <laughs> okay exactly so um there's so uh, so we've either missed them or they're or they're or they're just the yeah it it's not actually a great lead generator i have to be honest it's just more the there is still a prestige side yeah prestige about having it printed is probably the best way to describe it um, so yeah. Okay, and then the last question I want to ask you was, um, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given, either professionally or personally? Um, professional photos. I literally can't stress how important that is for our business. Um, if people see your photos and your work in a really beautiful way, you're already halfway there, if that makes sense. And that, and that's why when we speak to our leads is we assume they've looked at our website they've looked at our house profile and they're already impressed by what we've done in the past otherwise they wouldn't have contacted us so that's when when we do speak to them we focus more on our process and the actual their project if that makes sense and less about what we've done in the past so that that's probably the best advice i've ever had is, is well, get well, thank you so much. This is so, it's been such a great conversation with you, James. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me today. No worries. No, it's a pleasure too.